Well, I'm about to head off on a big family trip to Colombia for Christmas. So instead of creating new podcast episodes, for the next couple of weeks, my team has recast some of my most popular episodes for your listening pleasure. Enjoy, and I will see you or speak to you in the new year. Welcome to the Cosmic Business Breakthrough Podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Palace, and this podcast is for soulful entrepreneurs who want to harness the cosmic power of astrology to elevate their message, unlock flow, and attract their best clients ever. Join me every week and get excited to discover how you can use the energy of the cosmos to get the business breakthrough you've been waiting for. Money, money, money. Yes, I'm singing. Because in business, we all love making money. Do you have a love-hate relationship with money? Do you feel like money is always running away from you? Or do you welcome it into your life? These are all questions I'm constantly asking myself and my clients. Because money isn't just a nice to have. It's kind of a necessity in the world we live in, and it's something that keeps us awake at night if we don't have it, or we perceive that we don't have enough of it. So today, I want to talk to you about five ways you can use astrology to understand your attitude to money and use it to make more. Okay, so first up, you need to understand your money story. Now, this is the first point, because it's probably one of the most important. It's the foundation of making more money is understanding what story is playing out in our minds about money day in and day out. Now, this will most likely be pretty clear in your astrology chart if you speak to an astrologer, and I'm going to tell you how. But first, you also need to consider your real life experiences with money. You've probably heard something like this before, but it bears repeating in any case. The money story you developed as a child is still playing out right now. I'm going to repeat that again. The money story you developed as a child is still playing out right now. So did your parents have difficulties with money? Did they link money to your performance at school? Did you grow up hearing you need to work hard to make money or money doesn't grow on trees or something similar? Do you have a cultural background that has associated money with something bad or dangerous? Do you link your self-worth to money? Do you link love to money? These are all questions I would really ask you to consider and maybe even journal on if you have a chance. See what comes up for you in this area. Now, if you have a money story that's not so helpful and you want to nip that in the bud and start attracting more cash ASAP, what I would encourage you to do in terms of your astrology chart is to look at what the planet Venus is up to. We often think of Venus as being our love and relationship planet, but the truth is it also represents the ways we value our own money, resources, and self-worth in our birth chart. So if your Venus is in a tricky sign, for example, you might have a slightly more challenging relationship with money and self-worth. Or 
If your Venus is being challenged in some way by a planet like Saturn, this might influence the way you manage and build your finances as well. So, for example, if you have Venus conjunct, which is next to or opposite Saturn in your birth chart, you might find it really difficult to set boundaries, which is a Saturn thing, around your pricing. Or you might be too boundaried in your pricing. You might find it really difficult to increase your prices, or you might struggle to see your own value and constantly undersell yourself. Maybe you also experience money as creating conflict or being hard to come by when you're a child and you've internalized those experiences and they're now playing out in your business. That can often be when Saturn is in a hard aspect with our Venus as well. So those are things that that you can note and astrology can help you to move through those things via self-awareness. Because if you know you have this money story in your chart and ingrained by your life experiences, you can work with it. It's not playing out at a subconscious level all the time. You're actually working with it consciously. And that is the beauty of astrology. So if you're always undercharging, which often looks like selling your services for what you think people can afford and then feeling resentful afterwards because you know they got so much more value than what they actually paid for, consider working with your Venus instead, right? Work with your Venus. So think about and really get to know what it is you really value about yourself and the work that you do. What do you love? What are you passionate about? Look to Venus for some insights and inspiration here. Bring more of that to your work life and notice how your attitude to pricing and money and potentially self-worth, because it's all related, starts to shift. If you do have a strong Saturn or you know you want to work with Saturn, it's a great idea to set firmer boundaries around your pricing. This will keep Saturn happy. Okay, so creating a set price list, for example, that you stick to for every sales conversation so you don't get drawn into undercharging again. So really acknowledging where your prices should be, setting that list up and working with that price list in every conversation you have so you don't, you know, start, you know, shifting back into that, oh, I should charge less because of blah, 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 blah thing. You just stick with those set prices. That does keep Saturn happy. Saturn loves a solid boundary. You might also need to consider having an accountability partner to keep you on track with your pricing. Now, it would be great to work with a coach, a business coach, or someone like that to do this, but you can also just work with a colleague or a supportive friend who's going to just keep you on track, who's going to bounce that back with you. You're going to say, right, I put this proposal out, or I you know, said this price on a sales call, and they can call you out on it if they know your pricing and whether or not you're undercharging. So keep that in mind. That is how you kind of work with that Venus and with Saturn, if Saturn is in a difficult aspect to your Venus, to keep your pricing on track and to really make sure you're aware of any stories around money or self-worth that are coming through in your business. Okay, so the second way to use astrology to make more money is to understand your money planet and work with it. So did you know that each of us has a dedicated money planet in our chart? It plays out differently depending on a number of factors, which I'm going to explain, but 
While Venus is a planet we look to for our stories about money, our values, and our self-worth, we also need to look at the planet that rules our second house of money, assets, and personal resources. If you don't know what I'm talking about when I say second house of money, I highly encourage you to go and listen to episode 10 of this podcast, where I explain the 12 houses of astrology and how all of this works. But in a nutshell, in terms of making money, we all have a second house in our birth chart. That is the house where we look to how we make money, how we build our resources, how we look after our resources, and how we value ourselves. And we all have a planet that governs this house in our specific birth charts. The planet that rules the sign on your second house. Okay, so here's what you need to know. And just just a reminder that I work with traditional astrology, not modern astrology. So these are all the traditional planetary rulers. I don't include Uranus, Neptune, or Pluto. But I'm going to go through all of the zodiac signs and the rulers of those signs so you know potentially what the ruler of your money house is. If your second house is an Aries house, if the sign on your second house is Aries, the ruler of your money house is Mars. If your second house is Taurus, the ruler of your money house is Venus. If your second house is Gemini, the ruler of your money house is the planet Mercury. If your second house is Cancer, the ruler is the moon. If your second house is Leo, the ruler is the sun. If your second house is Virgo, the ruler is Mercury again. If your second house is Libra, the ruler is Venus. If your second house is Scorpio, the ruler is Mars. If your second house is Sagittarius, the ruler is Jupiter. If your second house is Capricorn, the ruler is Saturn. If your second house is Aquarius, the ruler is Saturn again. And finally, if your second house is Pisces, the ruler is Jupiter. Hopefully you know the sign on your second house. If you don't have a birth chart, you can set this up for free on a birth chart generator site. I will include a link in the show notes as well. Importantly, you do not need to have a planet in your second house for this to work. In fact, many people won't have any planets in the second house, but everyone has a second house and that house is ruled by a particular planet as I've just outlined. I want to give you an example of how to understand and work with your money planet using myself as an example. So the sign on the second house of my birth chart is Gemini. So this makes my money planet Mercury because Mercury is the ruling planet of Gemini. This means I likely make money and generate resources by doing Mercury-related activities, which are things like communication, messaging, transport, and trade. Now, we also look to where the planet Mercury is sitting in my birth chart. And it's firmly in the ninth house of publishing, broadcasting, higher education, spirituality, and foreign cultures or travel. Obviously, if you know my work history at all, you probably know that I started my career as a newspaper journalist and I spent many years in the communication industry, even in the higher education industry, working in PR for universities before starting my copywriting business. So that completely fits with the type of work that I do and the way that I make money. But what's really interesting is when you start to understand how your money planet operates based on the sign it's in and the relationship it has with other planets, some really interesting trends emerge. So my Mercury is in Capricorn 
and it's sextile to the planet Saturn. So sextiles are nice, helpful aspects. They are not as powerful as a trine, not as strong as a trine aspect, but they're still quite a nice opportunity aspect. So I I work well with boundaries and solid, clear boundaries actually help me to make more money. I've always found a lot of financial confidence by having strong contracts and clear communication with my clients. In fact, whenever I'm wobbly on my contract or my terms, those are the times that I'm most likely to lose money or notice delays. So this is really important for me to be aware of and for you to be aware of when it comes to your money planet. Okay, it also means that I can be extremely strategic, which is a a benefit of Saturn and Mercury when it comes to money. And in order to make more, that needs to be a key focus of my business. So I'm really building more strategic offers, I suppose, really using my strategy skills in my work more and more. However, (laughs) there is always a danger of overthinking or over-engineering things when Saturn or signs like Capricorn and Aquarius are involved with your money planet. So while that Saturn influence can be really awesome at helping you create structure and boundaries, it can also make you quite rigid. And the key is to build more self-awareness so you know when that part of you is being productive and when it's not, when it's being helpful in the way that you make money and when it's kind of holding you back. Okay, my money planet is also in a very strong trine, which is a a supportive aspect with my ascendant, the degree of my rising sign, which means that I can use my persona or my personal brand to generate income. And the logic here or the, the flow on from that is that I need to build a strong and compelling personal brand in order to increase my income. So that's what I'm doing here. Okay, so that was a brief look at the money planet. And obviously, it's just the tip of the iceberg that we're talking about here. If we're going deep into your money planet in your astrology chart, there's so much more we can kind of uncover. But I just wanted to give you an idea of what's there on, you know, that that you can pull out from just one part of your birth chart. So now let's consider our planet of luck and abundance, shall we? The third way to use astrology to make more money is to get to know what Jupiter is up to. As I've said in previous episodes, Jupiter is the planet we look to for opportunities. It's the planet of abundance, joy, expansion, and wisdom. So it's a pretty good one to get to know when it comes to money. Now, I'm not just talking about where Jupiter is in your natal chart. I'm actually also talking about transits and progressions affecting Jupiter, because this can help you be more aware of money-making opportunities that might be on the way. So first of all, consider where Jupiter is in your birth chart. It might even be your money planet. If it is, that's awesome. Love Jupiter as the ruling planet of your second house. If it's not your money planet, Still consider the houses that Jupiter rules in your chart because this is where you might find some juicy opportunities or support. For example, if you have Jupiter in the fifth house of play and creativity, you might find your most abundant times are when you're expressing yourself in those more playful or artistic ways. It's also important to know whether Jupiter is being challenged or supported in your chart 
And this comes down to the sign and the house it's in, as well as the planets around and in relationship to it. So if you have Jupiter in one of its home signs, Pisces or Sagittarius, it's probably going to be extra helpful to you. If you have Jupiter in a hard aspect or in one of the signs that it finds more challenging, so if it's in a hard aspect with a planet like Saturn or Mars, or if it's in a sign that it finds a little more challenging, like Capricorn, for instance, it might be a little harder to work with, but you can still work with it, particularly by understanding when it's being activated in a helpful way. So it may be being activated in a helpful way by a planet transit or in your progress chart. Okay, the fourth way to use astrology to make more money in your business is by understanding your moon sign. If you haven't already, I encourage you to check out episode 21, which is all about managing your moon for more happiness and fulfillment in business. Working with your moon sign will help you make money in the most aligned ways, and it will help you understand the patterns that might be sabotaging your earning potential. For example, if you have a Libra moon like me, it's likely you love to create harmony and you have strong relationships in your business, but it's really important to be aware of people pleasing because that's probably an area where you self-sabotage when it comes to your finances. Okay. If you have an Aries moon, are you all work and no play? How can you bring the balance back to your work and home life, like your work versus home life, so you feel like you're making progress, but not at the expense of your self-care and relationships, because that will also show up in how you make and receive money in your business. Go and check out that episode on managing your moon for more details. I do a sign-by-sign breakdown on working with your moon. So the fifth And final way, at least in this episode, to use astrology to make more money in your business is probably one of the most critical, and that is to understand yourself so you can market yourself more powerfully. Now, of course, I'm going to say this because it's what I do, but honestly, having clear and powerful messaging is one of the best ways to make more money consistently in your business. And when you know who you are and what you want to be known for, it's far easier to develop your brand and to write copy that sells you to your ideal clients. Getting to know your astrology chart can give you so much illumination affirmation and clarity on things like your values, your mission, your personal brand, and even the ways you like to work best or the clients you most like to work with. When you follow all of this or follow all of these leads, it brings you into flow. You're no longer pushing stuff uphill. You know what you're here to do and people can feel that. They're magnetized to your clarity and your passion. I've watched it happen many times And I would love to help you with this as well. So if you would like to book a one-on-one cosmic business breakthrough session to find out more about yourself, how you are in business, and how you can get more aligned with your natural energetic blueprint, aka your astrology chart, to make more money, the link is in the show notes. I am sending you loads of love and prosperity for the year ahead. I'll be back again very soon.
Thanks for joining me on the Cosmic Business Breakthrough. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, head to sophiapalace.com or follow me at sophiapalace over on Instagram. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful and share it with a few friends. Thanks again, and I'll speak to you next time.